according. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I say that every time now. It's not, it is a word, but it's not the word that no. I'm just saying according. <laughs> and I'm not sure why. According to you. I'm stupid. I'm useless. I can't do anything right. Kelly, we would love to have you on the pod. Kelly, <laughs> is that Kelly Clarkson? I don't know. Why do I do this to myself? I'm so sure of myself. And then I'm like, wait, that's not even, even a Kelly Clarkson song. I don't even know what okay. song that is. Oh my God. This is like, no, this is not real. This is not happening to me. I'm in the Twilight Zone. It's apparently by somebody, yeah, named Orianthi. Yeah. I would have bet my life it was Kelly Clarkson. Who are you? I've never Australian seen. Australian musician. No. How do I know every word of that song? I've ne I've never seen this woman in my life. Honestly. Orianthi, anyway, girl, we love to have you on the pod. If you want to come, you are more than welcome to. Let me fix your eyeliner while you're here. I'm sure these photos are old. No, there's some new Orianthi, Orianthi. I don't even know how to say it. Anyways, this is Melissa. And this is Kat. We have no idea any musical artists. We don't know any dogs. You all made us well aware that we don't know dogs. We um, know nothing. <laughs> in our 101 Dalmatians episode, uh, we confused a French bulldog and a pug, apparently. I don't know. It looks the same to me. <laughs> Which no, is I'm so kidding. funny because... <laughs> I've wanted a pug for so long, but Melissa's allergic to dogs. So I cannot have a pug. We don't know dogs. Apparently the ugly ginger dog, like the long haired tall dog was an Afghan hound. But there's also blonde Afghan hounds. Do you think there are different? Is that called something different when you're a dog? Like the fur color? Yeah. Or no. you think they're still called blonde? I think it's still blonde. Well, I think I am a blonde Afghan hound, hound, hand, a blonde Afghan hand. Afghan hound. Afghan. Afghan hand. It's already begun. <laughs> Why do I get so tongue-tied? I don't know. I look like a blonde Afghan hound mm -hmm. and Kat looks like a King Charles Spaniel. So one of our friends messaged us on Instagram, Melina, and was like, Kat looks like a King Charles Spaniel and Melissa looks like a blonde Afghan, Afghan hound. It's so hard for me. Afghan hand. That's what I want to say every time. I don't know why. I don't either. It's just my brain fucking shit up. Per usual. <laughs> Don't drink, kids. I'm not even drunk right now. I made myself a virgin cocktail. A mocktail. Because I'm trying to diet. <laughs> so it's just a, it's just club soda. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> it's just a club it's soda. club soda and mango juice. She's fancy. It has no alcohol in it. It's sad. <laughs> depressing. It's depressing. Depressing. But yeah, we should post photos of what those dogs we look like on Instagram. So people can be like, yes. Side by side with like a photo of us. Also, we are doing March Madness on our Instagram so we did 90s movies, March Madness, and there were 16 movies to start. And we're going to get it down to one movie. And whichever movie wins, we're going to do that movie for an episode. Yeah. So whichever one wins, that's what we'll do. I was kind of really upset that Homeward, what did Homeward Bound even be? Mighty Joe Young. Yo, Mighty Joe Young is such a good movie, fake ass hoes. 
<laughs> Homeward Bound dog dog cat movie. That really, that's what we're picking. Dog dog cat movie. <laughs> well, it's getting pounded right now by Hercules. I think is what it's up against. So that's right. Also, we are going to be sending out merch boxes for our patrons. So if you want a merch box, please sign up for Patreon by May. First, we will be sending out the little questions questionnaire to see what your size is for your t-shirt. May 1st. So if you would like a tragical merch box, you have to sign up for Patreon by May 1st. Woo! It's totally worth it. We have some super cute stuff that's going to be in this box. I'm pumped for it. <laughs> you start it no, you, you start never it. start it no, i just start it no because i feel like i don't say it right you do it this week we're here to tell you why tron is tragical it is so i have some fun facts about the movie give them to me so some of these fun facts are actually more funny than anything. This one I found really interesting. This film was disqualified from receiving an Academy Award nomination for special effects because the Academy felt at the time that using computers was cheating. Using computers to make the movie? Mm-hmm. To like animate because everything was hand drawn at that time. So they felt that using In a computer. 82 for mm-hmm. real? Mm-hmm. Dang, I didn't realize. I guess so. Yeah, computers in the 80s were not really. Yeah, everything was hand-drawn. So they felt like it was cheating. So they disqualified them from winning an Academy Award. It wouldn't have anyway. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Tron, I love you. I'm so sorry. Uh, the state-of-the-art computer used for the film's key special effects had only 2 megabytes of memory and 330 megabytes of storage. Wow. <laughs> That's not a lot. My phone has more than that. Uh, yeah. My, my phone, phone has, has 100 times that. Literally saying. Probably more. <laughs> um, this is probably my favorite fun fact of this whole thing. Jeff Bridges produced too much of a bulge in his crotch area of his computer outfit, so he was forced to wear a dance belt to conceal it. Jeff. <laughs> He's packing. We already knew that. They said, uh, Mr. Jeff, sir, your wiener is out. He was hanging. Isn't oh that hilarious? That's hilarious. <laughs> the programmer's cubicles at Encom were shot using the actual programmer's cubicles at the Walt Disney Company's Information Technology Group. A matte painting was used to expand the area to a size more appropriate to a software company. That's the saddest office I've ever seen. Oh, my God. <laughs> office life. Oh, I like this one a lot, uh, which I didn't see this, so I'm kind of sad I didn't notice it. But Pac-Man makes a graphical and audible cameo on Sark's control screen just after the light cycles escape the game grid. Oh, he friends with Pac-Man. Apparently, Mickey Mouse also made a cameo in it at some point, which we missed. So we Wow. Suck. Yeah. During the Encom exterior shooting where the giant door was... Uh, there had been radioactive spillage near the chute, and Cindy Morgan even stepped in a contaminated area and had to have her shoes decontaminated. 
We love the 80s. Just don't just care if there's radioactive spills yeah. mm-hmm. on the floor. Super casual. It's fine. Uh, so this last one I have is really interesting and it's not anything I noticed. So I kind of want to like rewatch it just to see this. But the original plan was to have the circuit lines of the good programs glow yellow and the bad programs would have blue. At one point, this was changed to where the good programs are blue and the evil ones are red. Uh, so in some parts of the movie, the original coloring was still there or was like mixed in with it. So at the beginning, Clue has yellow lines on his uniform. Um, all of Sark's like commanders are a pale green. Flynn takes on like a greenish tint after he crashes the recognizer. And there's just like, and then apparently master control appears blue at one point too just because like they just never went back and actually fixed everything they were just like yep okay imagine you've made half a movie and then your boss comes to you and is like hey can you change every color in every scene no (laughs) that's what i'm saying that's like sonic they had to redo the whole dang movie they said this is not our sonic and they made them redo it i mean could you imagine I mean, especially in 82. I feel like now it's probably, I mean, I'm not gonna say it's easier. I feel like with more technology and like the way they do things now, I feel like it might be like not as difficult. But in 82, in something where this is so technologically advanced for the times where literally this was the first like computer animated film with live action people. And they're like, yep, change all the colors of everything. It's a no for me. I think I would quit. No, just kidding. I mean, they're probably getting paid like the same. They don't really care. They're like, great, let's redo the whole movie. Here we go. This will be easy. I've already done this. And then they just don't. They just actually kept all the colors in. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, yellow and blue. Who fucking came up with that? Yeah, blue doesn't just yellow like bad to me. You know what I mean? Blue is like calming. Like I could see yellow being more evil than blue. But I'm glad they changed it to blue and red because I feel like those are pretty accurate. Of course, I got all of these from IMDb. The the internet Internet movie movie database. database. Oh my gosh, what a perfect voice for Tron. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. when we were watching this, I'm just going to say, and correct me if I'm wrong, Kat. I'm ready. You didn't really know what the fuck was going on. (laughs) No, there was one point in the movie I told Melissa, I said, I'm good with computers. I can usually fix stuff before I have to call IT at work. But I I had no idea what was happening. I feel like they relied really heavily on lingo in the computer world that like the modern person doesn't know. And I feel like that's what made it confusing. I feel like they used a lot of lingo that just Bob Joe over here wouldn't freaking know. 100% I know. I know my mom does like this movie but yeah there's no way she knows <laughs> like she's probably like what's a program when I was in college I took computer fundamentals or something like that and I remember being like none of this makes any sense to anybody in this room I remember just like looking around and everyone was just so quiet because none of us knew what was going on and my professor he was like a really chill honestly that was the remember that one time I just like forgot to go take a final because mm-hmm. I was just stressed mm-hmm. out and I literally forgot to go to a final. It was him. And I was just like, I just forgot. I'm so, I literally Bobby. just did not set an alarm to come to class and take this exam. I was so straight up with him and he was so nice about it. The extent of my like extreme computer knowledge would be the coding I used to do on my freaking MySpace profile back in the day. In 2011, bro, I could go in on my code. I had everything on my MySpace profile. I redid everything on there. I had the background, my mouse, my header, my photos, my music. All of that was extreme coding that I just went in there and like rewrote myself. If you were to show me coding today, no fucking clue. No idea. 
10 years later, do not remember how to code anything. Could not do it. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, if my grandparents watch this, they would be like, well, that doesn't make any sense. I also feel like, yeah, it just kind of jumped around a lot and I didn't fully know what was going on in parts of it. Yeah, the beginning was the beginning. very hazy, but then I was like, okay, I get it. I think it was maybe just the delivery at the beginning was the difficult. Because once I like got it, I was like, oh, okay, great. So I guess we'll start there. Let's at do it. the beginning. <laughs> it's always a good place to start on it's a movie. It's always a good place to start. <laughs> So there's a bar in this city. I'm not even going to try to guess what city it is. Perfect. I'm, I don't know geography. I don't know dogs. I don't know musical artists. I don't know. <laughs> we also don't know instruments. Don't know instruments. Perfect. We should, for our next Patreon episode, we should do like the 50 states. I'll print them out and we can guess which. <laughs> okay. I'm so <laughs> you stressed. Do that? Yeah. <laughs> I bet I know five states and it's California, Texas, Florida, Georgia. Okay, wait. Okay, wait. I only know three. Never mind. No, I'm kidding. Georgia's above us. Aren't four of them like squares? Like they all look the same. Isn't it like the? I know they're called the Four Corners. Couldn't tell you which. Colorado, Arizona, Wyoming, New Mexico, and Wyoming. I think that's right. But I'm pretty sure they're all squares. So how would you even know? Don't ask me. If I, I would say Chicago. That's my first guess. Big tech in the '80s. Where was it? I don't know. I was thinking New York. New York. All right. Maybe California. Could be California. There's a bar. Is it a bar? Is it a bar? There was kids in there. So I don't know. I would still consider it a gaming bar or game bar. But I don't know if bar back then meant the same thing as it does now. You know what I mean? Were there alcoholic beverages? Uh, Not that I saw. Okay, so never mind. I take back the bar. The first scene they show of this bar totally makes it look like a video game bar for adults. And then the second scene where we come into this bar is not a bar at all. There's children everywhere. Anyway, so Flynn's video game place. What are those called? Arcade. Flynn's Arcade, we'll say. That's where our first scene is in the movie. And there's a video game called Cyber Bikes. (laughs) I'm going to keep calling it Cyber Bikes for the rest of my life. Light Cycle. (laughs) They're playing Cyber Bikes. And where am I getting Cyber Bike from? I don't know. That's not a thing. It's literally Light Cycle. (laughs) I just like to call things by their not name at all. We are aware. They're playing Cyber Bikes. Oh, my God. And... Then we cut scene to inside the game where Master Control, who's like, he's not, he doesn't have a form. He's just a program. Mm-hmm. But also the rest of them are programs, but they're all like physical things. Yeah, I think this isn't going to make any sense. But okay, so basically all of the people in this movie that are in the games are programs. But Master Control, the MCP, he's a program, but he doesn't have a physical form. Do you get what I'm saying? That kind of... Like a disembodied voice. Yeah. I think it's because he has like spread himself out like over all of these other programs. So he has a central location. He has no vessel. We eventually get to. True. But throughout the rest of it i think it's just him kind of stretching himself out over all these other locations and just using his voice instead of his like physical form he doesn't have a body though no so anyway it's like a microphone he's like using like a a telecom like so he's on this big screen and our homeboy sark what a name Mm s-a-r-k he comes up and he's chatting with the mcp and mcp the master control program we're gonna use both terms here probably yes for sure He's chatting with him and MCP is complimenting Sark and telling him what a great job he's doing. And then he's talking about how they just got another program into their jail. They have a jail. Yeah, it's like they steal programs to 
force them to play video games. Uh And then when they lose the game, they lose, they actually like get unprogrammed, erased. (laughs) Yeah. I was trying to think of the word I wanted to use. Yeah. They get removed, erased, whatever you want to call it. Deleted. Deleted. So if that sounded confusing, that's exactly how you feel when you're watching the movie. Like it doesn't really make a ton of sense at the beginning. No, not at all. Cut scene in the jail. I love how Kat's not even intervening in my speech right now. Because I just, this is it. This is it. Yeah. I mean, there's no knowing what's going on. Cut scene to the jail and Ram and Crom are chilling in jail. They're programs that got captured by the master control and are being forced to play games. I know one of them said he was a financial program. Couldn't tell you which one it was. Ram, I think. Okay. Yeah. He was a financial program so it's uh-huh. not even that they like have to do anything with games or anything they literally stole this poor man from like a freaking tax man and just put him into this game uh-huh. what the hell but also i am assuming that all of these programs are and again this we are getting this movie does not make any sense in the very beginning you really have to get like 40 minutes in before you realize what's going on yeah so all these programs the mcp they are associated with income I think so. Is that the name of the company? Yes. So that was a financial program in the NCOM server. So it's probably like the person who does payroll. Can this person who does their payroll now not do payroll? They can't do payroll. What the hell? (laughs) That's what I'm saying. Because the MCP was just like, I want this program for my game. What the? So now none of the humans get paid. It could have been anything, but I get what you're saying. Like this is the most confusing intro to a movie ever. Yeah. We cut scene. We're still in the computer world. Again, this movie takes place like half in the server and half in real life. So we're still in the computery world. And everything looks like laser tag, by the way. I kind of love it. <laughs> everything is-, is black with like neon lights taped to it. Laser tag is the perfect, the perfect description for this. Yeah. Tron is just laser tag. <laughs> laser tag the movie. <laughs> Why did they never make a Tron themed laser tag? Disney Quest, you could have had it. (laughs) So there is a program named Clue, and he's trying to hack into the server. And his user, Flash over to the human world, Mm -hmm. is our main character, Flynn. Mr. Jeff Bridges. Mr. Big Package. (laughs) Mr. Big Dick Jeff Bridges. Big Dick Jeff. Bridges. (laughs) He's trying to hack the NCOM server with his program named Clue. Yeah, and he's on one of those like old computers. It was an Apple 3 and there was like a specific black with a lime green text or like is what it's called, whatever. This is one of those. Matrix. Yeah. He's matrixing. It's one of those tiny little boxy computers with a black screen and literally just letters and numbers on it nothing else clunkiest keyboard you've ever seen kind of obsessed with it kind of want one low-key and he's just hacking into a server using this oh i just can't comprehend that my brain does not just little letters and numbers tippity type and he's hacking into this giant corporation's computer well he doesn't do very good because clue gets captured And the master control tries to get Clue to say who his user is, and he refuses, so he gets erased. Bye, Clue. Cutscene. We are in the human world. Perfect. A fancy man is arriving in a fancy helicopter to a fancy building in Insert City here because Kat and I don't know anything. A fancy man! And this is Mr. Dillinger. Mm -hmm. 
He goes into his office, which costs more than everything I own. Fair. His desk is bigger than my bedroom. Mm -hmm. And he, his desk is also a giant computer thing. Which is pretty cool. So it's just a giant desk, but it's a screen also. And he starts chatting with the master control program who kind of like makes Dillinger his bitch. (laughs) Yeah, he like has become like a sentient program kind of. And he's kind of doing his own thing. Like he's no longer being controlled by a user slash human being. And he is a sentient being who has just decided, hey, this is how we're going to run things. Uh, This is how you're going to run things. And thanks for doing things my way. Okay, thanks. Bye. How the freaking MCP is. <laughs> like the MCP is telling him what to do. Yeah. <laughs> not vice versa. So Master Control is like, hey, somebody was trying to hack my programs again. I I hate that. <laughs> <laughs> Make it not. Make it not. And Dillinger is like, I don't know how anything do. And <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> exactly. So Dillinger calls one of his employees into his office and... This dude, his name is Alan. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which we don't learn for like 45 minutes of the movie, to be He's fair. He's just a nameless man. It's yeah. so annoying. It is very annoying. When you're trying to type notes about a movie. <laughs> You don't know the man's name. And he's just a man. And he's literally one of the main characters. Don't learn his name for the first half of the movie. Main fucking character. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> awesome. Amazing. Dillinger calls Alan into his office and says, hey, like, we had to suspend your programming for a few days, like security reasons, whatever. Yeah. So I guess it's like their access to specific programs. Access to level seven. Yeah. So it's access to level seven. Nixed for a couple days. Sorry about it. MCP said this is what we're doing. So this is what we're doing here. Like what? I know. And then after he tells him, hey, sorry, you can't really do what you've been working on. Anyways, what is it that you've been working on? (laughs) Yeah, what the hell? (laughs) This movie, who wrote this? I'm sorry, but make it make sense. Yeah. So Alan starts telling him about this program he has. It's a security program called Tron, and it monitors their systems for other programs. So it can stop other programs. It kind of is a end-all be-all of security systems in the fact that they don't really have to control it, and it'll kind of take care of things itself. So if anything, even from inside of their own programs is taking over or causing viruses or whatever it may be, Tron can stop it. AKA Tron could take down the MCP. Yeah, it's kind of very, very uh, serious foreshadowing here. (laughs) Great. (laughs) Perfect. Uh, Alan, our homeboy, Mm -hmm. heads to Laser Bay (laughs) 2. He's got nothing to do today at work now. He's fucking got his clearance removed yeah. from the only program he's working on in this company, Encom. The only thing he does. So he's like, well, let me go to Laser Bay too and check on my babe because that's where she works. Mm-hmm. And this is just, ba- I'm not even gonna lie, this is just a room with a giant laser in it. They're lasering oranges and apples and bananas and whatever, cherries, I don't know, mm-hmm. and putting them into a computer. Mm-hmm. That's what we're working on in Laser Bay, too. Yeah. This uh, whole area is a real place that wasn't like a set. That was like a real place with a real laser that like exists. Why is there a giant laser in a room somewhere? I, I, I didn't get farther than that. Listen, I, I'm not even kidding, like four pages long. And I was like, OK, this is an actual place that exists. That's fair. <laughs> so we find out the girl's name is Laura. Mm-hmm. And this is um, Alan's. His lady, his lady love. And he's like, oh, my God, I, you know, I don't have level seven access anymore. And Laura's like, I bet my ex-boyfriend Flynn was trying to hack the computer again because he's salty because they fired his ass. And Dillinger does not like him. Mm -hmm. And 
Alan's like, we should go pay him a visit. Yeah, like, I don't know. Like, I'm not going to go see my girl's ex-boyfriend because he's trying to hack into the system. Like, what? what is happening? It's so stupid. Hey, hon, let's go visit your ex. Let's go see what he's up to, what he's hacking into. <laughs> the fuck? For what? So Laura and Alan go visit Big Dick Flynn, as he will be referred to. As as you should. They go to visit <laughs> Flynn and his bulge at his not bar. So <laughs> Flynn is the owner, in case you couldn't figure it out, of Flynn's video game not bar. No fucking way. Arcade. Is Why he really? can't I ever say the word arcade? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I feel like bar is still correct. Like, even though it's not like... Honey, if there's no beer, it no bar. Well, they could sell beer there. To children? There were only children there. The children can't buy the beer. There was adults. The oh whole first part gosh. they showed was adults. I'm so confused about Flynn. <laughs> okay, so Laura and Alan go into Flynn's and Flynn is aggressively playing a video game he's like sweaty and like his hair is like a little you know just a little damp and like sticking to his forehead and like the bulge is there he's wearing like really tight 80s jeans and we stand. he looks really good think about that bulge alan looks like <laughs> a, a, a dollar bill next to that 10 <laughs> i mean laura come on sis I mean, yeah, what was she thinking? He must make a lot of money. No, I'm kidding. Maybe Alan's really cool. He's not. (laughs) At least not in this movie. Why would casted this? They were like, this this really pretty actress is gonna dump this hot man with a giant dick. Oh, she's a total babe. Yeah. For this nerdy, half decent scientist man? Yeah. No. He has a nice face. They just did him dirty with like his clothes and his haircut, I think, also. Yeah. They made him look like a nerd. Yeah. So they go up to his studio apartment that's in the arcade. Yeah, it's like over the arcade, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And which is really badass. It looks like super cool. That's how I'm trying to be on an arcade bar and live in the studio above it. Brian, he's just looking out at the kids. Okay, now it got weird. Never mind. I don't know. He wasn't looking. Kids. There's windows in the in the little apartment thing. He could look out at the kids if he wanted. Anyway, he takes off his shirt and puts the same exact shirt on. Not his pants, though, unfortunately. He said, this shirt's sweaty. I'm taking it off. Puts on the same exact shirt. It says Flynn's on it. He takes off his shirt that says Flynn's and he puts on his shirt and it says Flynn's. He's got to have his brand. It's He's owning it. It's going to be us once I, we have merch. And... Laura and Alan are like, yo, you're trying to hack income. And Alan accuses Flynn of embezzling money. Is this when you didn't know how to spell embezzle? I couldn't spell embezzle. <laughs> I thought it was with an I. For it doesn't. 10 minutes. I she said, was like, how do you spell, spell embezzle? <laughs> I was like, I am. And Kat was like, well, you already started wrong. And I was like, is it an E? And she was like, yes. I'm dead. So Flynn says, no, I'm not embezzling Mm -hmm. anything. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to get basically the read receipts that he invented a whole bunch of video games while he worked for Encom that Dillinger stole the rights to and is getting money off of it. He's getting titles off of it. He's getting promotions off of it. He got that big fancy computer desk off of it. He got a fireplace in his office off of it. And Flynn got fired from the company. And now Flynn owns a fucking arcade, which is still cool. Yeah, but he can do both. He could have the money and have the arcade bar in and maybe get an actual liquor license. (laughs) And make it an actual bar. bar. 
Yeah, he invented five games that Dillinger literally stole off of his computer and just added his name to and kind of rewrote the code to say that he invented them and he made them. And he got all the freaking credit. So Flynn is trying to hack into the main computer to get the proof that he actually invented those games. So the three of them decide to hack it with Tron, Alan's new communication security protocol program. Alan says that Tron can definitely take out the MCP. They need to find the original file that will prove that Flynn made the games and take down the MCP. Mm-hmm. Cut scene. Back to Dillinger's office. The MCP is like, yo, we gonna hack the Pentagon. We gonna hack the Kremlin. And Dillinger is like, I've lost oh. control of this computer program. SOS. Yeah, he's panicked. He's like, <laughs> the pen, the what? The Pentagon? Where are we? Is that like set in stone? Are we Russia? sure? Russia? Russia? We're going to take down Russia? Yeah, Dillinger's a little, little nervy now. Uh-huh. So while he's talking to the MCP, Flynn and Laura and Alan sneak back into work, basically. Yeah, with this giant door that like has to be unlocked and has like six levels of it to get into this building. Like what? I'm so confused by what this company is. They made five video games and they also have a laser thing that you have to have this door that opens for 20 minutes. Big tech. What? Big tech. Is that really how it is? Big tech. I don't understand. It's big tech. (laughs) They already got Bitcoin. 82, they already had it. Is this like what like Elon Musk's building is like? Do you think he has that door? Um, Elon, can you let us know if you have that door? Elon, be on our podcast. Oh my God. No, I want his wife on our podcast. She's fucking bananas and I'm obsessed with her. She seems like she's, she like is crazy, but not in a fun way like me. I genuinely enjoy her music though. Like really? Yeah. Never listened to it. I like it. Do you think she knows Orithaliana or whoever wrote that song? Orenthalia. This lady is so cracked out. There's no way she even remembers her kid's name, which Who I don't could remember. remember. Symbol, symbol, symbol. Mm-hmm. Anyway, <laughs> back to Tron. If you guys are still listening, because this is, I'm confused. Are you, I'm lost. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> even retelling it. I, I thought maybe retelling it. Would I help. Would, no. It's really no, confusing. I don't know what's going on. So Flynn and Laura and Ellen broke into that weird ass door. Watch the movie. It's there's a lot of components there. And Flynn uses Laura's computer and Alan goes to his desk and they try to hack into the MCP. So Flynn is at Laura's computer, which is in the laser bay, and he's starting to hack into the system while Alan goes to his office to start trying to get Tron up. And while Flynn is sitting there trying to hack into the system, the MCP starts talking to him. Now, this is where I was a little confused. So the MCP was like an actual voice. It was talking out loud to Flynn while Flynn was hacking into the system. I didn't know if that was just like the movie's way of having the MCP talk or if it was just, you know what I'm saying, like letters on the screen talking back to him or if it was an actual... Because like computers at the time, I don't think had audio. I think it was just an effect. For the yeah, movie. that's what I'm saying. So like I was just confused by it. The whole movie was I was confused the whole movie. I mean, that's fair. That's <laughs> fair. So as Flynn is hacking into the system, uh, the MCP starts telling Flynn like, hey, stop doing that. I can't have you in my systems. And then uh, the MCP brings up the laser that is literally directly behind Flynn. Don't know why this laser is directly behind someone's desk. And he lasers Flynn and makes him into a program and puts him into the system. What the- so now Flynn is in the computer 
no longer in the human world. Yeah. Now he is a computer program. So the MCP, again, he's chatting with his boy, Sark, <laughs> and he's like, train this new program in the games, but make sure he loses the game so that he gets erased. Yeah. First mistake. They should have just erased him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. End of End of Tron, great movie. But Sark is all nervous because he finds out that this new program is actually a user, not a drug user, a human being. Yes. So if we say user, we mean a human being. Mm-hmm. And Flynn gets put into jail and he's chatting with Ram and Crom, our homies in jail, our jail friends. <laughs> and then the guards take him to meet with Sark and they begin training for the games. Mm-hmm. Why are they being forced to play games? Again, I don't know. So I, yeah, I don't. Is the MCP just like, is that just a thing he's like into? Is that like a personal project? I think it's his way of having the programs deleted with just like out without just outright deleting them. But then that also doesn't make sense because like, why? I just don't understand why he's deleting all these programs. I don't know. He's trying to take over all of NCOM, so he's trying to kill all the programs, but then I I just don't know exactly. I don't get it. Uh, On their way out of their little meeting with Sark, they see Tron, and he's a fighter for Mm -hmm. the users. Yeah, That's what Ram tells our friend Flynn. Mm -hmm. And they take Flynn, and he's forced to play a game. Looks like Pong. It's a little ball, bounces off a wall, it goes to the other opponent, the other opponent hits it back, hits the wall, goes back. Okay, so it's like, it's basically Pong. Yeah, it's literally Pong. So Flynn is forced to play the game with Krom, Mm -hmm. and he ends up taking Krom out, but he refuses to finish him. So the MCP just erases him. Like what? The MCP just erases Krom, and Flynn is like, no! Crom, my friend of three minutes. Like, I just don't... For what? That's what I'm saying. If he can just do it, then why doesn't he just do it? It's so silly. He enjoys watching them fail. I guess. But then Sark goes to take Flynn out and the MCP is like, no, let him die on his own. He could have finished him off and then this whole movie would be nothing. So back in the jail cell, we take Flynn back to his little jailie and he meets Tron and basically they're like, oh, we need to take out the MCP. That's what I'm here for. So Tron is like, great. And Flynn is like, great. That's the plan. Yep. And their buddy Ram is like, "Mm -hmm, I'm in. Perfect. Tired of playing Pong. (laughs) Tired of playing Pong. Let's get out of here. Let's deuces. Let's go. Again, this is like a millisecond in the movie and you're like, okay, so you guys just met and you're like, cool, we're breaking free. Yeah, it's like a major plot point that happens in like 0.4 seconds and then they just move on from it. They're just like, awesome. They don't even make a plan. They're just like, break out. Yeah, that's it. That's it. So then Flynn and Tron and Ram are all added into the light cycle game. Cyberbikes? No, light cycle. And there's also another uh, program that's in that that's unnamed. And then there's the bad guys. So that like Sark's team and they have to try and not crash. It's kind of like snake where you can't crash into your back half and you can't crash into another player and you can't crash into your own tail that you left behind. Right. So the unnamed guy crashes into a wall and leaves a hole in the programming. So Flynn, Ram and Tron managed to snake their way through this whole maze of light cycle and get out through the hole in the programming. And honestly, that part's pretty cool looking. All the like lines and everything. And then they just like zoom through it. Then that's when 
The MCP freaks out and he's like, no, they cannot escape. We have to get them. And that's when he sends what they call the recognizers. And they're like these, they kind of look like uh, arches, but that are like floating up in the air. They're like square arches that are floating up in the air. And they just, I don't really know what they do. They don't really do anything the whole movie. They recognize. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I don't, I don't know if they can shoot you. I don't know if they can grab you. They just. Yeah, they picked up, they picked up Clue at the beginning. Okay. Yeah. But that's about it. They pick you up and take you to jail. Yeah. So a bunch of these recognizers start chasing Flynn, Antron, and Ram. And so they're going all through all these different computer programs, trying to escape from these, the recognizers. And then all of a sudden they have these systems that look like tanks going after them too. And... Flynn says something along the lines of, I should have never created those tanks. So that's one of his security systems that he created when he worked at NCOM that is now going after him. So he kind of knows how to get around them and away from them. So they go towards a ledge and then make a sharp turn away from the ledge. So all the tanks go over the edge. So the boys, they get away from the recognizers and they have a moment to put their bikes down and they find some water and it's really great. And they're like chugging it and they're like, oh my God, this is the best. This must come from the source. And they're like chugging it and they're like, ah, this water. I think it's like power. So it's like like the power plug. It made no fucking sense. No, they just recharged on some literal water. What was the water thing? Anyway, 10 minutes of that movie that could have been cut out. They chug a bunch of shiny water and Ram and Flynn and Tron get back onto their cyber bikes and they start heading towards the MCP tower and they start getting fired at and Ram and Flynn lose their bikes and Tron tries to find them on his bike, but he can't. So they kind of get split up at that point. Right. And Ram is really hurted and not okay. So Flynn realizes he can control shit because he's actually a user. Again, not of drugs, of he's a human. And Flynn hijacks a recognizer ship that they find. And him and Ram get on the ship. And Ram is so excited to have met a user in real life. And he's like, oh my gosh, it's so nice to meet a user. And then he dies. Yeah, he just croaks. But it gets like really gay. It gets really gay for a minute. They like, yeah, I thought they were going to make out. I, thought, I was a little excited. I thought they were going to make out. Yeah. Right? I ge- they were staring at each other. They were making eyes at each other. You know who Ram kind of looks like? Ram kind of looked like BJ Novak. Doesn't he Ram kind of look like does. BJ Novak? He does kind of look like BJ Novak. Okay, so imagine you're playing laser tag, you're Jeff Bridges, and you're BJ Novak, and then you want to make out. I'm okay with that. I'm not mad at it. So that's the movie I wish I was watching. But we're we're actually watching Tron. Anywho, Ram dies. Casual. He had to go. We all know this movie's about Flynn and Tron. I mean, but like, it was just so random because he woke up and he was fine. And then all of a sudden he was just dead. Wait, did we mention that Tron is Alan and Flynn... Clue was Flynn and Flynn is Clue, but now Flynn is just Flynn. But he looks like Clue from the beginning of the movie because he's actually Flynn. No, but you just did. Okay, great. We probably should have explained that earlier. Yeah, on. so but Tron is Alan. Like the actor that played Alan is the actor that plays Tron, and the actor that played Flynn, Jeff Bridges, yeah, is also Flynn in the game. And he was also Clue at the beginning, which was Flynn's program. Flynn is trying to find Tron. Tron goes to find his bitch. Her name is Yori. Y O R I. Mm-hmm. Gonna need an origin story here. How did Tron and Yori meet? How long have they been dating? Are they in love? Do, or do they live together? Yori looks like Laura. Yori is Laura. Mm-hmm. Very confusing. Mm-hmm. 
they just what they're just two programs dating yeah i think she's like the laser program right i'm assuming yeah she's the laser but that's what i'm saying like what so they're dating in real life so their programs have to be dating yeah what's up with that do programs date is there restaurants are we going out for drinks after computing is my like sims program dating like google chrome like what are we doing here? that's what i'm trying to bring up I don't. It's I, just so this movie. I'm sorry, Tron Illy, but you don't make any sense. Yeah, it's pretty bad. So Flynn is on the recognizer. He's basically crashing into everything. And on this recognizer, there's a little bit and it can only say yes and no. And it's really cute. It's like a little light thingy. And it's in the movie for like 14 seconds. You know what? I'm not even I was going to talk about how the bit was his dog. I'm, I'm cutting it out of my own. He, he doesn't really do anything. He doesn't do it. He kind of just stays with the recognizer after he leaves the recognizer ship. So I'm just not, yeah. I'm taking it out. I just realized never he mind. never comes back after never just showing mind. up. And so, that's yeah. it. Yeah. It never comes back. Yeah. Yeah. I think it recognizes Flynn because it was with Clue at the beginning of the movie. But literally that is it. It never shows back up. I thought there was going to be like, I thought that was going to be his dog now or something. I was like, oh, cute. He has this little bit and it's his dog now. Yeah. He has like a side, like a, like a superhero sidekick. No, it literally just shows up for four seconds. Does not help. Doesn't do anything. Doesn't do anything. Says yes and no. Is just saying yes and no on the recognizer ship. And then is gone. And then that's it. He gets (laughs) his 15 minutes of fame. Not even his one minute of fame. Good for him. Flynn is wrecking his recognizer ship, <laughs> wrecking his recognizer ship. And he ends up wrecking it into a building, if you can call it that. Then um, knocking out an MCP program guard and Flynn steals his programming, I guess. And his blue suit turns red yeah. like the MCP bad guy program guards. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yep, that's it. Yep. Okay, great. Yeah, he just, he turns red, goes from blue to red. He just sucked this man's life force out of him. And it's because he's a user, I guess. Yeah. He can mm-hmm. do that. Yeah. Perfect. Great. Yori and Tron are climbing a bunch of shit. Yeah, they're like up on walls and shit. To avoid the recognizer ships. Tron and Yori find Dumont, mm-hmm. who is a sphinx looking thing. And he can talk to users. The MCP guard program people see Tron and Yori going to talk to Dumont and they tell Sark to initiate a logic probe. Like what? What is that going to do? I don't know. Well, Tron goes into a light, literally just a beam of light to talk to Alan. And he tells Alan like, hey, I'm ready now to do the thing that you wanted me to do. And he sends his little little frisbee thing up and then the frisbee thing comes back down with information for him and then they're like all right let's go all of the programs that were forced to play games all got a frisbee frisbee thing yeah but that's his now it has the information he needs to stop the mcp i think they were oh wait discs weren't even a thing yet i was gonna say maybe they were trying to be cute like disc and disc like it's a disc yeah but they didn't have that even yet nope remember floppy discs floppy discs sponsor us so Tron now has the power to take out the MCP inside his Frisbee. I just need a mega Frisbee to do things for me. Wonderful. Yep. Dumont gets kidnapped by Sark <laughs> and he refuses to tell him anything. Yori and Tron are trying to make it to the MCP's main hub. So they get a ship. <laughs> yeah. Where do they get the ship, Kat? I don't know. Exactly. They just get a ship. Yeah. 
We need a ship. Ship. And all of uh, Sark and his guys are attacking them on this little weird laser ship thing. And one guy just yeets himself off. (laughs) Yo, this one guy just throws himself (laughs) off, right? we were like, oh, we thought he just was like, oh, Tron, don't want to fight that guy. He was like, killing myself, (laughs) going to jump off. But actually, (laughs) we were wrong. It's literally just Flynn. We (laughs) forgot that he turned himself red. If you could see this scene, there's so much happening. And there's everyone looks the same. Everyone is gray. And all they have is just the color red. That's all you see. So you don't see who the person is. And he just yeets himself off. So we were like, yep. He doesn't want to exist anymore. Deuces. Nope. It was just Flynn and he holds on to the side of the ship and then crawls back on. Tron and Flynn reunite and Flynn turns blue again because he wants to, I guess. Flynn tells Tron that Ram didn't make it. Pour one out for Ram. My guy. (laughs) And Tron introduces Yori to Flynn and... Bad idea. They make a plan. And meanwhile, Sark is interrogating Dumont. Yeah, he's like freaking torturing the poor guy. And he's like, I don't even give a crap. Kill me, bro. <laughs> he's had enough. And so the ship that Tron and Yori and Flynn are on is traveling on a laser grid. Mm-hmm. That's how they're doing this ship travel. Yeah. And they're going from like, I guess, one side of like the system to the other, which is where the MCP is. And they for four seconds show these grid bugs, which never, ever do anything again. They I don't I thought maybe the grid bug things we're going to attack, attack that. <laughs> No, I thought they were so cute, too. I was like, look at these little... They, like, bounce as they it walk. It was like they went to the zoo. Like, yeah. it was so... And it was so random. They were like, grid bugs. Moving on. They showed them for four seconds. Never came back. That was the it. Movie. That was it. It was so weird. <laughs> and then they're going over, like, mountains. And it, there was just so much happening. Laser tag mountains. Yes. And then... Uh, so the MCP is like, we can't let them get over here. And he creates a power surge. So it stops the laser ship. Um, and so they're, like, trying to figure out what to do to move the ship before the recognizers catch up to them. And Flynn's like, I'm just going to do a thing. And he creates a power line so they can jump from one laser to the other there's another laser just of course going above them so they just jump onto that one and then yuri and tron are both like what how did you just how did you do that what the fuck (laughs) and then that's when they realize that he's a user they're like you're not you're not one of us there's no way (laughs) so after they jump power lines sark is like whatever i'm just gonna ram them with my ship instead so sark just takes out tron and flynn and yori's ship and flynn and yori are captured and tron he like falls off the ship into what nothing exactly they think he's dead great so sark takes dumont to get erased by the mcp but leaves tron and yori on the ship which is also heading towards the mcp to get erased so why they had to take Dumont separately to get like special erased and he left them on the ship to get a different erased. Well, they were taking Dumont to the MCP specifically and then the... So the MCP was going to like absorb him or something? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. Sark takes Dumont to get absorbed by the MCP while Yori and Flynn are left on the ship to get erased when the ship crashes into the MCP. There's like a force um, field. Yeah. A it, force field thing that erases stuff. Make it make sense. Yeah. Also, just fucking kill Flynn. Shit. This whole movie would have been over if yeah, you just honestly. killed him like 85 minutes ago. Yeah. So 
Tron starts taking out guards. Tron confronts um, Sark and they start fighting. They have like an epic battle. Yeah, by the way, Tron is not actually dead. Tron is not dead. Just shows back up. <laughs> um, Tron hits Sark with a, his frisbee. But then the MCP gives Sark cosmic powers. I don't know. He like transfers energy to Sark and then Sark becomes like super powerful or some shit. Yeah, it's really weird. He gets like really big and that's about it. He just gets really big. Yori and Flynn are trying to stop the ship from getting erased um, with them on it. So they um, make out. Yeah, I don't. Does Flint, he just makes out with a computer program? Also, I was going to leave this out, but you know what? No, I want to talk about it. While they're in the little jail, Yori just decides she's yeeting herself and she's like, cool, I'm ready to be erased. Yeah. And then Flynn is like, no, we have to, we have to fight this. And then she's like, okay. That's it. Yeah. That was the conversation. I swear to shit. That's literally how it went. Mm-hmm. And then they make out. Yeah. I just, I want to know what's going on in Flynn's mind was is it just because she looks like his ex girlfriend. Like, is it just he's into this computer program? Like, I he's like, ooh, a laser. She's hot. Like, I mean, I don't know. Maybe he thought he was gonna die, so he was like, might as well make out. I don't know. <laughs> so yeah, just like what the, this movie doesn't make any sense. No. Also, that's Tron's bitch. How are you gonna just? He's he, a computer program. He doesn't have much going for him. Let him have a fucking woman. She doesn't even have a personality. She literally is a computer program. She doesn't even have a vagina. She's a computer program. She probably do. I Plug don't think in. So. <laughs> Goodbye. So we're almost there, guys. I swear to God. <laughs> Flynn jumps into the MCP. Which is this giant spinning face. Think of it. It's like um, a cylinder. Yeah. It's like a lit up cylinder and it's spinning really fast. And his face is horrifying, by the way. And his face is like on the spinning lit up cylinder. Scary as fuck. It's literally, it's not even a face. It's eyes and a mouth. I don't even think he had a nose. Tron is fighting Sark Mm -hmm. and has the Frisbee. He's trying to get the Frisbee into the MCP. The Mm -hmm. MCP has like walls up. Yeah. So that Tron can't throw his Frisbee in. So Flynn jumps into the MCP and shuts down the shield just long enough that Tron throws his Frisbee and mercs the MCP Thanks and the saves Lord. the server. And Ooh. then guess what happens? What happens? Yori and Tron then make out. Yeah, now she knows how to kiss. So now she's just kissing everyone. You're going to kiss Dumont next? You're going to kiss Sark? Like, what are we doing here? Like, Yori. Because Tron goes, that was nice. So Yori and Flynn make out. Flynn yeets himself. And then Yori goes and makes out with Tron. That's how this movie ends. I swear to God. Yeah. Watch it yourself. I wouldn't lie about this. <laughs> and then Flynn gets lasered back to the real world. Yay. And the printer prints out that uh, Dillinger, a fake, and Flynn, a real one. That's mm-hmm. what the receipt said. No, I'm kidding. It said like Dillinger overrode this. Flynn actually created all these programs. It's literally a piece of paper that anyone and their mother could have typed. Anyone could have typed it. I could literally print it out right now off of my phone. Legitimately. I could send the text to my printer and my printer would print it out. Right. But I guess that was... It's proof. It's proof. (laughs) Proof enough. That Dillinger overrode the system and stole Flynn's copyright to the video game. Yeah. And while it prints it out, Dillinger's in his office and it shows up on his desk screen thing and it says the exact same thing that's on the message. So Dillinger's like, well, I'm fucking through. And that's it. That's it. That's it. And then literally the end of the movie is freaking Flynn owns the company. Flynn owns Encom. He flies in on a helicopter and freaking Laura is sitting there in a freaking fuzzy purple dress 
fuzzy purple dress. It's like lavender. It's not professional. No. And Alan's like, look professional. My boss is here. She's wearing a fuzzy purple dress. Alan, she doesn't have many choices here. Freaking the helicopter lands. Flynn hops out. He's holding a briefcase. And then they all hug. And that's literally the end of the movie. And they're a throuple. And it's beautiful. They're you know what? Rich. Good for them. Literally, what the fuck? Laura's doing laser things. Flynn's laser thing. Flynn's is, he, I'm sure he hired a manager to run the arcade. Who, honestly, who knows? Alan's creating communication protocol. Sure, sure. That's the end. The end. Tron and Yuri, are, they, those programs are probably suspended because they couldn't stop making out. They're the creators of like Pornhub. I don't even know what to rate this <laughs> I fucking don't, movie. I don't even, I have to like look at my current list to see Let's where I see. even want to put this. Okay. Do you want to go first? I'll go first. Go. Uh, so I gave Tron a four out of ten. A four? I just, I gave it a five and that just felt like too much. It re- <laughs> I just, it felt like too much. Uh, so it's underneath Babes in Toyland, but very far above Frank and Weenie. Um, so it is sitting at number 30 for me. Yeah, <laughs> It's my third from the bottom. <laughs> well, I gave Tron. A six out of ten. That's really generous. I like that it looks like laser tag, and I like the noises, and I like that it's dark. Mm, that's it. <laughs> it's the fucking dumbest movie ever. It makes no sense at all. I can't wait to hop on my cyber bike at Magic Kingdom and Light ride it cycle. around. It's a cyber bike. Light the ride cycle. is called Cyber Bikes. Everybody knows it. It is below Wreck-It Ralph. Okay. I would rather watch Wreck-It Ralph. Mm-hmm. It is above Tinkerbell, though. Fuck Tinkerbell. Oh, I'd rather no. watch this over that Tinkerbell movie <laughs> any day. Any day. <laughs> so for our next episode, we are going to do a patron episode. Yeah. So drum roll, please. I have all of our patrons here. I'm going to pick a random choice. Oh, my gosh. I'm very excited. What is it? Mary Poppins. Oh, that's a good one. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Mary. Oh, and this is Eddie's pick. And Eddie already knows. We love Eddie. We love Eddie so much. Eddie. (laughs) Yay. Eddie, we're going to watch Mary Poppins and tell you why it's tragical. It's a pretty good one. I love Mary Poppins. I'm excited. Um, Yeah, you know, share this podcast with a friend. Rate us, subscribe, tell us we're amazing. We have new TikToks. We think we're funny. Okay, bye. Bye. These opinions are our own and are in no way associated with the film or the film's production company. The cover art for Tragical was created by Johnny the Alchemist. The theme song for Tragical was produced by Ja Reezy. Contact info for both artists can be found on their Instagrams, which are linked in the show notes. Thanks for listening to Tragical. Tragical.